0: Hello, hello, welcome to SLD Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Lord Antiazio. SLD Wellness is a place for you to find your voice, find your gifts, and to realize that you already have the tools inside of yourself. Today is episode 30 of the podcast, which is called When You Feel Like Giving Up. And I'm gonna be really honest with you, I was so close to giving up on SLD Wellness, the podcast and the business this fall. So if you hear this, the business and the podcast are alive and well and I'm still kicking. But I really want to be honest with you because this fall was so fucking hard. And there were so many reasons for that. As I have been building the business and working as a doula and as a coach and also running the podcast and doing the blog... I got to a point where I definitely was experiencing burnout if I'm being straight up honest with you. And it had so much to do with the fact that I was doing so many things and I wasn't filling my own cup. I wasn't doing things that I enjoy. I wasn't doing things for fun. I was just working, working, working. And then on top of that, I was just dealing with so much rejection. And as a business owner, rejection is something that is the name of the game. It's part of the territory. As you're building things, you have people who express interest. You have people who tell you, hey, what I think you're doing is cool. You have people who will say, I want nothing to do with what you're doing, even though they might have previously expressed interest. And then you also have people who say, hey, I'm interested, and then completely ghost when you mention money. And that was something that I was facing so hard this summer. I had someone who I was close to who asked me to be their doula. And then I said yes. And then the moment that I started to talk through what it would look like in order for me to be their doula, especially as an out-of-state doula, they they decided that I wasn't a fit for them. The moment that I mentioned money, they ghosted. And it really hit me hard because I was like, oh man, I thought we were friends. Oh man, I thought they understood that I'm building a business, that I quit a toxic work environment, and that this business that I am building also pays my bills, also helps me eat, also helps me pay my student loans, which I'm swimming in all the student loans as a lot of people are, especially going to business school and going to undergrad and moving out of state from New York to Philadelphia. Like I have Student loans up the wazoo. And so it really hurt me when I realized that that person, the moment that I was like, hey, this is going to cost money and I'm going to give it to you at a discount because I know you, they ghosted because they expected it to be free. And it really hit my heart. And then I went into the fall and I was working with a coach that wasn't really the best fit for me. And then when I went, and connected with a coach who is a way better fit with me, every time I met with her, I was crying. Every week when she would ask me the first question of, how are you, I would just start crying. And I didn't understand why. I was like, why am I so emotional? I'm doing something that I enjoy. I'm doing something that fills me up. I'm doing something that I really feel like is making an impact. Why is it that I am so sad every single day? Why is it that I'm so overwhelmed every single day? Why is it that every time I have to post on Instagram, I'm like, meh, I don't really know if I want to, or "Uh, I don't really know if people are gonna care about this. I ended up so fixated on the numbers, on the likes, on the people that would express interest in wanting to work with me. And it really just backfired so hard because. People were interested, but they didn't want it. (laughs) They didn't want to work with me. They had no interest in what I was putting down. Or if they were interested, it was like, hey, can we do this later? And I had to just accept that. I had to just roll with that. But it really made me start to think, oh, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I'm not supposed to be a doula if this person who knows who I am as a person is not interested in working with me, even though they were the one that seeked me out and asked me to be their doula. Or hey, maybe I'm not meant to be a coach if people are telling me that I'm making such a huge impact in their lives and I'm helping them transition from crappy jobs into things that make them happy, but they don't wanna work with me. And it really was something that I was taking so personally. And I was very, 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 very close. To giving up. I was like, okay, I could just close up shop. I can go work for someone else, even though I knew that was not what I wanted to do. And I was like, I'll just do that because I need to live and I can't be running a business that feels like a liability, feels like I am pouring so much energy and money into it and not feeling like I'm getting anything back in return. And so that actually led to me pausing on the podcast for a while because I was like, what am I going to tell you? What am I going to talk to you about? What can I tell you as some sort of inspiration other than the fact that I feel fucking drained? That's not inspiring. (laughs) And instead, I ended up doing a lot of voice notes every day to myself, venting out all of the things that I was feeling, and also realizing like, actually, those are things I can tell you. I can tell you that you will have moments where you feel like shit. You will have moments where you're like, why the fuck am I doing this thing? Why did I put so much of an investment into this thing? And I don't know what's going to happen. And I think that oftentimes when you're going through things that are full of the unknowns, it really feels like there's no, like you can't see through it as if it's just a completely, completely blurry thing. And that's absolutely how I felt. I was just feeling like I was just in this murky area where I could either continue or I could give up. And I think that what it really taught me is when you are at that point where you feel like you're about to give up, you do have options. You can stop, you can slow down, you can take a break, you can keep going, you can keep pushing at the same intensity. But I would highly suggest if you're at the point where you feel like you might potentially give up, it's probably better to slow down because at least if you slow down, you'll still have some forward momentum. I have a habit often of just going. Like I am like a workhorse and it's not a great trait. Some people might say it's great to continue to keep going, but if you keep going, especially when you feel like trash, when you feel like shit, when you are questioning yourself 100% and you you feel like your confidence is wavering, you're better off slowing down or taking some sort of a break. And I had to also start seeing the things that I've done that are successes and writing those things down for myself. And I actually have that list next to me. I have a success list of things that have happened or things that have been going on that are points of pride for me that I can look back at and refer to, especially when I feel like, oh man, what did I really do today? Or what have I really accomplished in the past year? And SLD Wellness, the podcast and the business are almost one year old. And in that year, so many things have happened for the better. And I've also made so many shifts and transitions for myself in order to make sure that this is something that I can continue for myself. In order to make sure that this is a, sustainable thing. And sometimes that means you need to have some outside help. Sometimes that means you need to bring in some reinforcements. Whether that means that it's going into something as an independent contractor, or finding other groups to be a part of, or working with other groups of people, networking, finding new coaches creating boundaries and i think that creating boundaries was a huge thing that i learned from all of this because after having someone who i thought i was close to decide that they didn't want to work with me and they did it in a time frame where i was getting offered a lot of doula roles when they were due and i had to decline those clients to leave the room to work with them I realized from there on out, I need to treat this business like a business. If someone says, hey, I'm interested in working with you, I'm sending you a link. I'm gonna send you information about what it looks like to work with me. But until a contract is signed, we're not working together. And I've had to create that boundary for myself so that I don't get emotionally attached, so that I don't feel like I'm pouring my all into someone who might at the end of it be like, actually, don't worry about me focus on the people that you have. Even though I told you I wanted to work with you and it costs money. So I'm gonna decide to peace out. Because in that instance, when that happened to me with that person, I lost at least a thousand dollars in revenue by holding off for them. And I was like, wow, you know, that really could have helped me with this business. But that's a thousand dollar lesson. That's a lesson that I will look back on and be like, okay, because of you, I now know if someone asks me to work with them and they're out of state, I have parameters. Whether I know you or not, in real life or not, Like, here are my parameters. And also, it made me create boundaries with people in general because I realized that somebody may be your friend or somebody may be somebody who looks at your stuff and might be interested, but they might not actually be someone who really wants to work with you. They might not be someone who actually wants to invest in themselves. And it's not up to you to make them do that. If they decide that they don't wanna do it, that's on them. And sometimes that hurts. Sometimes it sucks to know somebody might think that what you're doing is cool, but not cool enough or not great enough, not inspiring enough, not motivating enough to actually invest and help you grow as a person and as a business owner. And not everyone wants to work with you, even if they know you and they say they want to work with you. Lots of people will tell you, hey, I want you to be my coach or hey, I want you to be my doula or hey, I want to do X, Y and Z with you in the future. And then they never do it. Some people are just bystanders. Some people will just look at your stuff. And I also the big big lesson that I learned is that there are some people in your life that you need to move from the VIP seats to the regular seats. And it might hurt. It might hurt you. It might hurt them. It might hurt all around to realize like, oh, this person that thought that I was great or told me that I was great or told me that they were so close to me and they felt so many great things could actually end up screwing me over in the end and wasting my time. And I know that for myself, my biggest pet peeve Is having my time wasted especially when i know that i don't have a lot of it when i know that i am meticulously planning out my day and planning out my time when i feel like my time is wasted i get upset visibly physically emotionally and what are you supposed to do in those instances honestly you kind of have to just deal with it and learn as you go and learn from your mistakes and i feel like this summer I learned a huge lesson of it doesn't matter if someone is close to you, if they are going to waste your time, or if there's someone who has a give me mentality where they're like, give me this free thing. I just want the things from you that are free. I just want to do this for the gram. If you have people like that in your life and you know you're not one of those people, you have a different way that you move through life. If you have somebody that is more interested in material objects rather than what it involves to have somebody as a doula or as a coach that is a long, sustaining thing that helps you develop and grow and focus on you. If you have somebody that's more interested in material items and buying things or showing off or making things look a certain way maybe they're not a good fit for you. They might not be a good fit for you in your career. They also might not be a good fit for you in friendship. And all of those lessons can be hard to deal with, but they really do put things into perspective. And sometimes you have to shift your perspective for yourself and realize that, hey, not everyone is there for you. Not everyone is going to be there for you. Not everyone is going to be in your corner, cheering you on, actually investing in you. Some people want to just Be the people that are like oh i knew her or oh i know her or oh yeah all that great stuff she's doing yeah i know about it there's some people that are just that and you need to move them to the regular seats they're the people that can just watch your stuff on instagram stories or read your blog and they might not actually be someone who gets to experience your magic and if you're somebody who's applying for jobs honestly this stuff all applies to. Sometimes you need to shift your perspective. Sometimes you're going to experience constant rejection. I remember when I was applying for jobs after grad school, I applied to over a hundred jobs and I still have that spreadsheet of all of the places I applied to. It's color coded of places that said yes, places that said no, places that were interested in an interview with me. And then I didn't get the job or places that we're like, hey, we're gonna only offer you $10 an hour. <laughs> I have all of that. And it, it crushed me when those kind of experiences were happening to constantly wake up to no, 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 no. Hey, you're great, but no, 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 no. And then to go into business and have the exact same thing, but to also have it with people that I know in some instances, I was like, wow, this fucking sucks why can't I have it be easy? Why can't it just be comfortable? Well, you know what, my friend, my love, you know why it's not so easy and comfortable all the time? It's because life isn't always easy and comfortable. There are things that are going to happen that are going to feel like hurdles. There are going to be things that happen that make you really, really question yourself and your abilities. And it's really only if you continue on that you can see the progress from it. And that's really what, happened for me in the past couple of months and also why I haven't been on this podcast as much. I've been adjusting how I move through things because I realized I was pouring so much into everything. I was like, I have to produce this con this content every week. I need to do this podcast every week. I need to write on the blog every week. I need to post on Instagram Three to four times a week, and get on Instagram stories, and do things on Facebook, and do things on LinkedIn, and do things on Clubhouse, like, and do things on Pinterest. Like, I was doing way too much for one person. I was doing all the things. But that's also what happens when you're a solopreneur. When you're a team of one, you're doing all the things, you're seeing everything holistically, 360. I'm dealing with the finances I'm dealing with the marketing I'm dealing with the account management I'm the customer service person I'm the artist I'm the designer when you do all of that you really have to think about what is the best use of your time in all aspects and now I'm at a point where I don't waste my time with talking to people who waste my time because I'm not interested in wasting my time and I mean it's it's the it's the honest truth. You you end up realizing like who it is that's actually your friend and who it is that actually sees that you're busting your butt and who it is that actually wants to invest in you, who it is that's actually cheering you on. And it doesn't mean that it all has to be financial by any stretch of the imagination. Like it's not to me this business is not about money. It's about making an impact. However, I see things as being a mutual thing. I feel like my time is valuable as well as someone else's time is valuable. So if someone expresses interest, I'm going to look into it. However, I'm not going to be like, okay, yay, this, this person's my client, X, Y, and Z, especially if they really aren't interested in being my client. If they just tell me, I just want your help that translates to, I just want you for free. <laughs> and I know that now. I didn't know that before. I didn't know that a couple of months ago. So it's made me realize who I need to steer clear of, who it is that really just wants things from you and from me. And if you have somebody that is in a give me mentality who is only focused on what it is that they can gain from you, you gotta really look at it and take a take a real like hard look at how they operate. Is that someone you even want in your life in that capacity? Is that someone that you can even get vulnerable with? You, all, you can't always, that's not always the case. And you know what, that's okay. Because the smaller your circle is, the tighter your circle is, the more you gain from those things. I've definitely lost people in the past year. I've lost friends. I've lost respect for some people in a lot of ways because I've seen who they really are because a business is shadow work. It really digs up all the shit that you have tried to avoid. Insecurity, rejection, will people like me? Will people like this? Those were all the things that I always struggled with and then this business just like blew it all open. It also showed me that there's some people that are really your friend and there's some people that really are not. There's some people that will drop you the moment that you ask for something and you ask for something that you need in order to show up for them. And if that's what you encounter, which is definitely what I encountered hardcore, sometimes you need to just leave those people where they are. Maybe you are just friendly with them, or maybe you take a pause on that relationship and come back to it when you're in a better space, and that's also okay. There's nothing wrong with realizing for yourself that you need more or you need better, and Sometimes that means you've got to pick and choose who's going to be in your life. And if you feel like giving up, if you really, really feel like giving up, look into alternatives for things because sometimes joining a network is helpful. Sometimes becoming an independent contractor where you are your own boss, but you are still working in a collective makes sense. And that's definitely something that I learned. Like I am now a doula at a hospital and that's been something that's been amazing because I kid you not in less than a week, I confirmed five doula clients and it was, it really just like shifted things for me. It made me realize like, Hey, you know what? There are other ways to get clients where I don't have to feel like I feel icky about it, or I don't have to feel like I feel stressed about it, or I don't have to, they already know they need to pay money. I don't have to go into it and be like, oh man, what if this person decides they're not interested in me because I require them to pay me for my time rather than someone who flakes on you. I had so many instances of that in the past year where I was like, fuck this. I remember somebody set up a doula inquiry call with me and then didn't show up for it. And then when I reached out to them, they were like, oh, I'm sorry. I already have a doula. I'm sorry if I wasted your time. And I had to just be like, oh, okay, no problem. It's okay. Whereas in my head, I was like, you did waste my time. You didn't even tell me that you weren't going to come here. If I didn't reach out to you, you probably would have just let me sit there on the Zoom call looking like an idiot waiting. and..." There are people who do those things. There are people who aren't considerate, unfortunately. There are people who are only fixated on themselves. And you have to take care of yourself, whatever that looks like for you. So prioritize your needs because not everyone's going to do that. Not everyone's going to think, oh, hey, this person lives in Colorado, and I'm asking them to do an out-of-state birth. They're going to have to fly out here. They're going to have to have somewhere they need to sleep. I wonder what that looks like. No, as a business owner, you need to think of those things for yourself. You need to have that already written down and entailed and say those things upfront to someone so that they know what to expect. And in my case, with the person who was someone that I thought I was close to, I just started to figure those things out on my own rather than verbalizing it at first. And then the moment that I did, they really showed me who they were. And I now know, and that's okay. It's better to know how someone is than to question it and to be walking around with eggshells, being afraid that you are going to crack something, walking on eggshells and being like, oh, okay, they might get mad at me and not want to talk to me. Well, you know what? Maybe you don't want to talk to them. (laughs) Maybe you don't. Maybe that's not somebody that's supposed to be in your life like that. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you gotta drop people. And if you feel like giving up because you are pouring so much of yourself, find things that are fun. Find things that you enjoy. That is something that I will tell you nonstop because after starting to do things that I consider fun, like taking tap and jazz and uh, becoming a Reiki master, doing meditation, and just really overall just enjoying myself, I've learned that it makes a huge difference in how you show up in life you end up being someone who's happier because you're doing things that make you happy rather than day in and day out just doing work. So I highly recommend giving yourself the space to take care of yourself. All right, I know I just went all in on this rant because it's been a while. I haven't done this podcast in a little bit and it was definitely necessary to clear the air and let you know where I'm at And also, I want to give you the encouragement if you're feeling like giving up on something or you feel like you don't know what way is up, to know that you can get through it. You might need a break. You might need a nap. You might need to cry. All of those things are acceptable. And if you say out loud, I feel like giving up, it's also okay to say those things. It's also okay to feel those things. But if it's something that deep down in your heart and your soul, you feel like, is worth your time and is worth it and going to make an impact it's also worth giving it a shot and trying it out all right y'all let's move to the meditation
1: so wherever you are close your eyes
0: take a deep breath in fill your belly up exhale let it go
1: breathe in through your nose And out through your mouth. (sighs) Plant your feet firmly on the ground. Relax your shoulders. Find stillness. You're going to see deeper and deeper into your consciousness. Breathing in. Breathing out. you sink deeper and deeper know that you are safe breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth Deep breath in Exhale, release at any point come back out come back to your breath breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth Again, take a deep breath in. Exhale, release. (sighs) Slowly begin to rock your head from side to side. Take a stretch. Slowly open your eyes and find three
0: things in the room to look at. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Again, my name is Stephanie Lord and, and if you are going through some stuff where you're like, I am done. I feel like giving up. This feels too hard. Sometimes it is time to peace out from it. But oftentimes it's time to look at it from a different perspective, whether that's clearing things out that aren't serving you or finding other ways to do the things that you love. And if you are looking to make those shifts, I'm so excited to share with you that I have also incorporated Reiki into the business and one of the new offerings that I have is a Reiki Recover session, which involves 20 minutes of meditation, 20 minutes of a mini tarot session, and 20 minutes of distance Reiki if you are out of town, and it can be in person if you're in Colorado. And I am so grateful to be able to do this to be able to share with you and open up, peel back the layers of SLD wellness and let you behind the curtain, even when it's hard and when it feels tough. I was really embarrassed that things weren't working the way that I wanted them to for a while, especially because it was with people that I thought were close to me that it was just drastically falling apart but I know that oftentimes the people closest to you show you the biggest lessons. And that's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with learning who you are or how other people are and who they are through their actions. And you don't have to put up with things that you don't want to. You're allowed to release things that don't serve you. And if you want more SLD wellness, check out the podcast right here. There'll be another episode coming out next week. And also check out sldwellness.com for all the ways to work with me. Check out the blog and also check out SLD Wellness on Instagram and Facebook. And if you enjoy this and you want to tell me that you enjoyed it, DM me on Instagram, email me, stephanie at sldwellness.com. SLD wellness isn't going anywhere, even if there are times where I thought it was going to. It's here. It's staying. It might shift in different perspectives and in different ways. But just like in life, you have to pivot and be okay with the pivot. All right. Take care.
1: I'll see you next week.